0: The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit wrenlake.com and enjoy wrenlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit (laughs) sunsetcountry.com This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors, whether it's close to home or across this great country. Come on out and follow me. Hey, everybody, welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors and tuning in to listen to us. And I hope you've got all your Christmas shopping done. I haven't, so yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, that's what the last-minute stuff is for. But let's talk about today's show. On this week's program, we're going to have our good buddy, Mr. Mike Reynolds. That's right, our hunting pro staffer. He's going to be talking about all of the harvest numbers for the firearm deer season. And uh, we're going to be talking... Who knows what else comes up when we talk to Mike? You know how that goes. Uh, (laughs) The train falls off the track in the first 30 seconds, okay? Then after Mike, we've got another Mike. This is the Mike, Mike, and Chauncey show today. But we have Mike Norris. He is a superior smallmouth guide uh, angler who uh, started his outdoor career here in northern Illinois writing and TV work and all kinds of stuff. And then he uh, retired and moved up to Big Green Lake in Wisconsin a number of years ago to take people out and catch those monster smallmouth, fat smallmouth bass fishing. (laughs) Oh, man. This guy gets them and he's... uh, I see him a lot because he goes and takes my uh, Chauncey's Great Outdoors medical team out, so that's always a good sign. I like seeing that with everybody. Uh, and uh, we'll learn some in, ins and outs, and, you know, who knows? We may be fishing smallmouth all winter long up in Green Lake because it's so deep. But uh, we'll hear more from Mike in his segment. Uh, we will then have in our last segment of the show the Aiden Fishing Report and some other outdoor information information. Uh, if we can get it all jammed into today's show, it's a packed show. So don't go away. And before you leave, think about this. If I mentioned at the beginning there, if you uh, haven't got all your Christmas shopping done, perfect way to fill that stocking or you know put that little gift on the tree. Get a gift certificate from Diamond Ghost Charters. You can call Captain Tony, and we repeat his phone number many times throughout the show, or go online into diamondghostcharters.com. Or you could uh, also get a gift certificate from Waterworks. That's right. It's always hard to find the perfect gift for the angler or recreational boater who you think he has everything in the world or she has everything in the world, get them a gift certificate from waterworks because there's something at waterworks i know they can use and enjoy in the great outdoors okay uh but you know next week is going to be our uh, christmas show on christmas day so uh, we're looking forward to uh maybe getting some people on and uh, talking about christmas gifts and many other things about the christmas holiday season and who knows we may even try go out perch fishing before the show I don't know what we're going to do Christmas Day yet, but we'll find out next week. So don't go away. Sit back. Enjoy the program. And you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors.
1: If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren
0: Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic Southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water, fun, and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. Chauncey here, the 2022 Muskie Expo, is coming to Northern Illinois January 7th, 8th, and 9th. Our new location is the King County Fairgrounds in St. Charles. It's a great venue, great vendors, great fun, and of course, I'll see you there. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700.
1: You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and yes, yes, you know, we just finished with, you know, the firearm deer season in Michigan and Indiana, Wisconsin, Illinois, and I have my resident deer expert, yes, um, Mr. Mike Reynolds on the phone. Mr. Reynolds, good to hear your voice.
3: The resident deer expert, thank you. I, it's good to hear your voice, too, but yes. I'm nowhere near an expert.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, you are the resident deer expert.
3: Okay, <laughs> Hey, you might want to start searching for
0: someone a little more qualified. Illinois, I don't know what was going on because Wisconsin, I know it was 153,000. Michigan had, you know, 550,000 people in the woods with, you know, firearms chasing deer. Now, in Illinois, everybody kept saying, like, you know, we went to the check-in stations where the, you bring your deer and they, you know, they check it in. They take a little, if you're in a CWD area, they take a little sample of the thyroids and everything else. But what's going on out there? Well, I should say, what happened out there, not what's going uh,
3: on. I, I don't know. I, the first season uh, was not really conducive to, to hunting. It was kind of nice out. 21,375 deer were taken.
0: In the first That's season?
3: That's statewide. That's statewide. What? And I know from our experience, when we go into town, we go in through the town or we eat in the town of Elizabeth. So we go by the Joe Davies County check station, and there was never, ever a crowd there like there normally is. Wow! There's five or six lanes, and they're usually four or five deep in each lane. And this was maybe two deep in in four lanes. I don't Mm -hmm. even know if they had the whole place open. But, yeah, there there wasn't near the deer killed this year that that, that we see in the normal deer.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. And once again, at these check stations, you bring in their deer, they... The biologists, a peek at it. They look in the mouth. They, if it's a CWD area, they take the gland out. Do you remember what else they do, or they just register it?
3: Yeah, they register. Um, they take the sex. They give you a rough estimate of the age, but, you know, we all guess at it. Two and a half, three and a half, four and a half. The only real way to tell is to take a cross-section of a tooth and send it to a lab, and they analyze it. So we're all guessing. The biologists get pretty close because they see a real good amount of deer, so mm-hmm. they're pretty good at guessing the age.
0: You need to sometimes sit in, an, in a sports show that is where people are bringing their deer he- deer heads to have them measured for Boone and Crockett, and I'll never forget, you and Jim Chelsvig are both sitting there, oh, that one's a 140, oh, that one's a 137.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but here's the difference between Chelsvig and me. You know I love the guy, he's a great guy, yeah. but he's a he's an official Boone and Crockett or Pope and Young, I think he's an official Pope and Young measurer. Mm -hmm. So he goes off of net, which means all of the inches minus the deduction. I don't like that. I think whatever the deer grows, the deer should get credit for. Mm -hmm. So I go off of gross. So we argued constantly, we would argue about not only how to measure, or how to score it, but the total point. Mm-hmm. But Jim is a purist and he goes off of the net because that's what he was trained to do. If they're not symmetrical, they get a deduction. If they have a kicker point, they get a deduction. If the t- the tines aren't the same length, they get a deduction. I don't think, I don't believe in that. I think the deer should get credit for all that he, that he's grown. So we went back and forth with it, but yeah, it's kind of fun.
0: Cool. Now, okay. So 71,000 were in the first
3: season. Uh, no, no. twenty one thousand three seventy five was first season first
0: season and second season
3: all the deer showed up huh apparently because <laughs> there were fifty thousand three hundred killed, so more than double the second season you know what? the second season was a little bit more conducive but I know for a friend in our area that usually when we sit in the blind we hear gunshots we didn't hear very many gunshots mm. at all so I don't know if it was the weather because it really wasn't deer hunting weather, what we would think of as classic deer hunting weather, I went back and looked at pictures from from years gone by, and and we'd been out there in the snow, which makes more sense for the 8th, you know, late uh, November and early December.
0: Mm -hmm. Because you you could have a deer standing in a, a thorn bush, you know, area and look three times and not see it. Look the fourth time, and he's standing there looking
3: at you. Right. Right. Well, with the smell, it kind of helps. It shows them up a little better because of the white background. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If you, if a deer's standing in a in a thicket, you you won't see him until he moves. That's how good camouflage they are.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, what were some of the better counties that? Uh, in, now, there's 101 counties, I think, in Illinois.
3: Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I don't have that. <laughs>
0: I think there's 101 counties in Illinois, and and some of them were better than others. Uh, And I don't know why the numbers differ so much between each county, okay? Because you would think that if they're there, they're there, uh, you know. And it's just like I said, you know, when you're looking at these numbers, like Bureau County, they had uh, 967 deer. And they went from last year. I mean, no, the the first season they went from two hundred nine, two hundred ninety to nine hundred and nine. Holy mackerel!
3: Yeah. The other thing that I'm I'm looking, I pulled it up now, mm-hmm. and I'm looking, and the way that the preliminary totals were done by county.
2: Yeah.
3: And I'm sure you're looking at the same list I am right now. It's very confusing. hmm It's very confusing. Now I'll I'll, I'll scroll down because. Everybody knows I love Joe Davies. Joe Davies had 858 the first season, 416 the second season for a total of 1,274. And then there's two more numbers behind it, 1561 and 1455, which you have to scroll back up to find out that's 2020's total and 2019's total. Mm -hmm. So the way they did it, and I know they're trying to get as much information out there as possible, but for... It was confusing to me, which is why I didn't have it up, because I really wasn't sure how to interpret it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think it's cyclical, Chance. mm -hmm. You and I talk about this all the time. There's going to be some good years, there's going to be some bad years. Some years the weather's going to cooperate. Some days, there are some years it's not. And I think this was one of the years, because in 2020, the total was 77,160. So it's down considerably across the state.
0: Mm-hmm. One of our favorite haunts for turkey hunting, Winnebago County, right? <laughs> yes. With
3: Mr. Yeah, Mister uh, Danny Hayes. Um, yeah, you know, let's talk about him for just a quick second here. A lot of people know him as Danny Hayes, the best pro, pro staffer for mm-hmm. fishing. He's not a one-trick pony. He's a man of many talents. He's a deer hunter. He's a turkey hunter and a snappy dresser. And his nappy dresser. Sure, I said it. <laughs> he's, he's,
2: he's,
0: he's a coach for the high school team in Duran. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah takes his, about that. he takes his young daughter out all the time, duck hunting, deer hunting, turkey hunting, and all kinds. She's probably awake more in the blind than I am. And um, so, I mean, there's so many different things. But, you know, Winnebago County, they got 78 the first season, I think it was. Or, no, I'm, I'm sorry, they got 172 the first season, and then they got 78 the second season.
4: Yeah,
3: and then it completely fell off.
2: Yeah. yeah, and boom. And,
3: and you'll be glad to know that Mr. Hayes was, I think, involved in both of those counts.
2: I think. Mm-hmm.
3: Abby killed one, and I think um, Brenda killed one second season, I believe.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just remarkable at the numbers that, that are out there. Uh, you know, another one of the most famous counties, you know, Putnam County in Illinois. That's down on the Illinois River where it used to be the huge monster bucks that people from around the country were coming to to try to, you know, harvest. You no, know, they got 243 the first season. Guess what happened the second season?
3: It takes a while. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. And look at look at Pike County. Pike County was one of the premier places as well. Mm hmm. From 1,016 to 642. Yeah. You know, but and I mean, if you look at their counts, mm-hmm. 1,600. For this year, eighteen hundred for last year, and nineteen hundred in twenty nineteen.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's just like you—you you scratch your head, and you're trying to figure this out, and like you know what's going on here. You know, uh, you know. Everybody, if they had a decent first season, they tanked the second season.
3: Yeah, yeah. It, it seems one or the other. Nobody got good through the whole
2: season
3: through both seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and at least in in our county. We know guys that hunt all over the county, and a lot of them were saying the same thing. The deer just weren't there. We, uh, a good friend of mine, Mike DiRiozzo, has a friend that they traditionally do drives because they have older people that like to hunt, and it's a family affair. There's, If I remember correctly, there's three or four generations hunting deer on, on the farm, and this was the first time they had done a drive on Saturday of second season, mm. and they did not scare. Nobody saw a deer. And when I'm talking about they're driving a piece of property, it's not a, a two acre piece of property. They're they're pushing an eighty acre timber with twenty people,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and nobody saw a deer. Wow! So the old timers are saying bobcats. There's too many bobcats because really? they're they're claiming to see more and more bobcats and I know on our, our our old place we saw more in the last couple of years than we would seen poll the 10 years prior to the last two mm. so and coyotes are out there and everybody knows coyotes will eat, uh, eat babies
2: mm-hmm. and
3: some bobcats will prey on they'll prey on actually older older deer but still they like the easy target so a fawn is an easy target exactly
0: A fawn's an easy target for them That's interesting. We'll have to discuss this with one of the biologists sometimes, you know?
3: Yeah, I'd like to know their take on it. And I'm sure we'll hear about it at some point.
0: (laughs) The reason I'm laughing is I was listening to the radio yesterday. Someone on the news said that... You know, the, the, this is the time of year where a lot of there's animal car problems where animals wild animals are hit, and they said, well, we don't know if it was a dog or a, a coyote or a wolf that was hit on uh, 94 North. I'm like, it wasn't a wolf. <laughs> nah,
3: you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. There could be. There could be. I mean, let me, think about a long time ago. long I don't think you were hunting with us yet, but we were coming back from... Having supper in in, uh, in downtown Galena, and we were going back up to the cabin, and something ran in front of us. And it was nighttime, and it was snowing a little bit. But something ran in front of us and jumped up a twenty foot cliff.
0: Mm hmm. I was with you. Were you Were you there that night? Yeah, that's that's the fir- first time we saw a bobcat.
3: Well, that that wasn't a bobcat. That was a cougar. That was a cougar. I'll go, I'll go to I'll go to my grave convinced that was a cougar. Because he went up a 20-foot cliff in, in one, or at the rock face, in in one jump. Mm-hmm. So there's animals out there that we don't know about. And he could have been passing through. But if you listen to the old-timers, John, they all claim to see, see wolves, and they all claim to have seen cougars. Not with any regularity, but they they all claim to see them. Now, a lot of them, yeah, it was, it was a big dog or whatever, mm-hmm. but... There's enough guys out there that know what they're talking about where you have to kind of scratch your head and go, eh, maybe there's stuff hanging
0: around. Well, the only other animal, that, I mean, I did see something once, and I was driving through Oak Brook on 31st Street a number of years ago. And as I'm driving down the road, it was dark out, and something ran in front of my car, and I went, whoa. And I just, I mean, I took my breath away, and I said, no. And I got home the next morning. I called the, the district biologist, and I said, hey, it's Chauncey here. He goes, yeah, what's up? I says, I was driving on 31st Street last night in Oakbrook. And he goes, oh, did you see the koi dog? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I went, what? He says, it was a koi, it was a coyote-German-Shepherd mix. I said, it was the, he goes, yeah, it's a big dog. It's a huge dog. <laughs> I says, I thought, and he goes, don't say it. He says, <laughs> I said, I wasn't sure what it was.
3: <laughs> don't say it.
0: Yeah, don't say it.
3: He says, but yeah. it, one of the farmers east of us claims to have video of a wolf chasing deer in one of his pastures he mm. was out checking cows and one deer went screaming through so he stopped the truck and, and just was looking and he saw another one go screaming through so he started the film and here comes a buck a pretty decent buck as a matter of fact being chased by something very big and it's It was definitely some kind of canine, very long legs, Mm -hmm. but it was far enough away where you really couldn't say definitively it wasn't a big German Shepherd or, or, you know, some kind of cross. But he swears it was a wolf.
0: Well, if we have a good winter where it's, you know, not a deep, cold, heavy snow, six feet of snow out in the the farm country and it's it's not 27 below, there could be a a rebound on, on the... The Illinois herd minus whatever is maybe taking some of them
3: yeah I, I think it, it, it again it's cyclical if we have a, an easy winter a lot of animals are going to survive they're going to be more for breeding there'll be more for for growing up and and I think you'll see more farms on the ground mm-hmm. although they've already bred but you'll see more farms on the ground if we have an easy winter and and the, the does aren't stressed as much so too much because that mm-hmm. If I understand, and I'm no deer biologist, but the, the more stress and the harder the winter is on the does, the less likely they are to drop twins or even a single one. If mm. they have to use the energy to stay alive, mm-hmm. they'll
4: they'll absorb the fetus. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Well, Mr. Reynolds, I want to thank you for coming on. And once again, what was the total count for Illinois deer for firearm season?
3: Firearm season was 71,675. You know, real quick, there's still chances to get out there. There's late winter antlerless only and CWD in the counties that allow it. And that's New Year's weekend from uh, the 30th to the 2nd, and then again the 14th to the 16th. Mm. And don't forget archery. archery. Archery season goes all the way until the 16th of January. So there's plenty of time to get out there and, and put some meat in the freezer.
0: Sounds good to me. Let's go out and do a little bit of coyote hunting and see if we can raise the deer population.
3: I'd I'd be happy to do that. And just in case you were wondering, 118 days till the turkey opener here in Northern Illinois. (laughs) Not that I'm counting, but...
0: That's my turkey hunting buddy, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Josh. We'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Chauncey. I'm Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London low boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Lowe for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury Outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Hey, sportsmen, it's the season of giving, so give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine to the fishermen and hunters on your list. Midwest Outdoors is filled with information to help you enjoy the outdoors, where to go, what to use, and how to use it. And for only $14.95, it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. To buy a subscription, go to midwestoutdoors.com. Feeling extra generous? Hey, give the three-year subscription for $45. If you're looking for a great gift for that outdoor person on your list will love or get those grandkids excited about the outdoors, go to midwestoutdoors.com and give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine. Your friends at Midwest Outdoors wish you all the best for this Christmas and the holidays. Two zero three seven. That's 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell,
1: Fish on! Deer hunter.
2: This is Santa Claus, and you're listening to
1: Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN Radio. And he knows the outdoors.
4: Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, oh, the telephone is ringing. Let's see who's on the phone with us. It's our good friend, Mr. Mike Norris. How are you, buddy? Hello, Chauncey. I'm doing fine. Oh, my gosh. It's been so long since we spoke. I I can't even... I don't know where to start except that you have been guiding for a number of years now up in Wisconsin on Big Green Lake, right?
4: Yes, I have. I've been up here 13 years, uh, moved up to this area in 2008.
0: And you're still doing this on open water. (laughs) In December...
4: 18th, you know? <laughs> I just, <laughs> yes, I am. And and that's because I happen to guide on the deepest natural lake uh, in or, inside of Wisconsin. You can't count Lake Michigan, of course. but, no. but And that's Big Green Lake. And Big Green Lake is a, uh, a glacial lake formed many, many years ago during the Ice Age. And it is 236 feet deep, which makes it the deepest inland lake in Wisconsin also.
0: Wow! Now, now you've got me wondering how deep Geneva is. I believe Geneva's around one hundred and thirty-five feet. Oh, you got them way beat! You've got them way beat. Yeah. Way beat. Well, you know, but Mike, I I have known Mike uh, when he used to live in the Illinois area a number of years ago, and was doing all kinds of fishing and teaching and guiding and seminars, and had his own. Uh, program and many articles and magazines and, and stuff and, uh, decided to do what he wanted to do most up in Wisconsin there. And he's doing it quite well because I can say that my entire Chauncey's great outdoors medical team has been in a boat with him.
4: <laughs> yes, they have. It's a great group of guys too. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> That'd be Bill Gross, uh, who I think is your general practitioner, mm-hmm. and, and 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 Mike Sindrick, who is a spine doctor, yes. retired spine doctor, retired spine doctor and, yeah. and Kevin Tabor. And I'm not sure if Kevin's in the medical industry or not. Is
0: he? You know, I'm not sure what industry he's in, but, <laughs> 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 but you know, one of the things, Mike, um, there are, I've posted so many pictures, you know, uh, with. The, the medical team holding these huge fat just smallmouth bass that look like they're on steroids that you've been catching what what are you doing on big green
4: well it, it's an interesting thing it, you, you know there's a lot of factors that that go into even being able to fish open water at this time of the year and of course we've had global warming or we're having global warming and and uh, as a result of that, there are a lot of lakes that are open that should be frozen right now. But, but Big Green Lake, because of its depth and its size of 7,300 acres, has a fantastic smallmouth bass fishery uh, that developed into the lake and seems to be getting better every year. Uh, they've got food, abundant food to eat in, in the form of cisco's, uh perch, and now bluegills, and, and I say that, Chauncey, because I'm actually catching smallmouth bass now that are coughing up bluegills. So, uh, so they've got plenty of food, and the result is, is that you've got this really great fishery uh, that, that you know, we're, we're catching fish that are like, they're like footballs. I had a 16-and-a-half-inch fish last month that weighed 3 pounds, 4 ounces. Whoa. And and I, 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 my clients have caught them up to six pounds five ounces this year, and and they aren't the longest fish in the world, but they're just tremendously fat. Now, now you combine that with the fact that you have the deepest lake in Wisconsin, and and what that means is that deep glacial lakes cool very much slower than shallow lakes. Mm-hmm. So when we've been getting cold water or cold air temperatures here at nighttime, and some of the shallow lakes have been freezing, it doesn't affect Big Green Lake. Uh, Big Green Lake typically doesn't ice up until about the third week of January. And what that does is it gives me an extended open water fishing season on a great body of water that's got a fabulous smallmouth bass population. (laughs)
0: Mike, you, you, one of the few people that have made me stop talking because I'm like, well, I, I got 25 different questions to go to and I don't know which one to start with. Um, <laughs> first of all, people would say that, well, yeah, but that water's getting cold. So the fish's metabolism's going to slow down. You know, they're not going to be eating as
4: much, but Jesus, what I'm seeing photos of, they're sure eating pretty well. Yeah, that's a good point, Chauncey. Uh, what I've learned is that they don't slow down at all. Uh, they they move location wise, and and uh, you know where I in August and September I might find them in anywhere from six feet of water down to fifteen feet of water. Now I'm finding them down twenty five to thirty five feet of water. But the other thing is is that they also group up this time of the year, and they got one thing on their mind, and I mean it, it is just one thing, and that is eating. They sense the cold of water. They know it's getting time that, you know, it's going to be winter and ice is coming. And all they want to do is put on the feed bag and get as much food in them as they can. So they bite readily. That's the biggest surprise that I see Uh, a lot of times. And I'm going to tell you, since I'm fishing out way past weed lines, I use my electronics first. I don't go out there and assume that there are going to be fish in the spot. I drive around until I see them on my electronics. And they're, they're tight to the bottom. Uh, you've got to learn how to understand to read your electronics. Sometimes you can see them pretty easy. Sometimes you just see a little rise in the bottom that shows up on your, your electronics that indicates to me that there are fish there. But when you find them, it, you drop the bait down. It's not like you've got to sit there and work it for 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes I don't think the bait hits the bottom and they're on.
0: Hmm. That's a, that's, that's amazing. And that's, you know, one of the things about a smallmouth, um, you know, largemouth bass, let, let's, I like to put it in a little perspective, Largemouth bass are an ambush fish. They like to sit in the weeds. They like to sit by cover. They, they're, they're like, okay, we're going to hide here and I'm going to wait for something to swim by me. And I'm going to flare my gills, open my mouth and suck in, you know, a square foot or two square feet of water through my mouth and over the gills and grab anything I can. Smallmouth have an attitude. I don't, you know, they're like the special forces of the service. They're going to go out there and want to kick butt.
4: <laughs> well, that's true. And and the other advantage you have is because they have that attitude. And I'm fishing a deep, clear lake, and especially this time of the year, the water gets tremendously clear. Like right now, uh, I can see twenty feet down. And, and that's how clear the water is. Wow. So, so if they're in 25 to 35 feet of water, the deal is, is that when you drop a bait down there, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be in that bite window. That Like you were mm-hmm. talking about the largemouth bass, that's called that bite window that's right in front of their nose.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Here they can see out, and they can see around them. There's no cover, and, and they see this bait, and, and they're chasers. We always know that. A smallmouth will move a, a great distance. Uh, Kevin Van Dam proved that years ago yeah. when he was spinner spinnerbaits on the surface over 15 feet of water and drawing bass up from the bottom.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's unbelievable to fish with. Honestly, I did once, and I was just I went to school that day. But mm-hmm. you know the the thing is with these smallmouths and and, and big green is kind of where is big green? So if someone goes, where the heck is this lake?
4: Well, that's a good question. It's about 1 east, or excuse me, 1 hour east of the Wisconsin Dells. Uh the towns that surround it are are the the city of Green Lake. Uh just to the east there's a town called Ripon, which is the home of Ripon College. And to the west you've got uh, Marquette, Princeton, and Montello, Wisconsin. And then to the north is Berlin, Wisconsin. So it's in what I refer to as South Central Wisconsin.
0: Mhm. Now, when you're as a guide, uh, if you're taking somebody out, you, you're, you have, I know just cause people I've known Mike so many years, he's got everything on the face of the earth in the boat. Um, but I mean, you're, you're using kind of like not medium heavy stuff. Are you You're using medium light? Aren't you?
4: I'm using medium light to medium, uh, mostly spinning rods. Uh, I, of course, you know, I use the grant rods mm-hmm. and and uh, I use a model called the 007, and in their All American line, uh, but I I spool my and I use uh, Pfluger, uh President reels and 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 I I spool my line or my reels with uh, ten pound test braided line, and and then the key is because you're fishing such clear water to have a long leader. So I'm basically running a Carolina rig. Uh, I'm putting a bullet sinker in line, then a swivel, and then I'm running about six to seven feet of clear fluorocarbon line in six-pound test. Jeez. And then the number one hook. To, and I'm using live bait. And mm-hmm. when we talk bait, I'm, I'm talking either sucker minnows, uh, shiners, mm-hmm. or large fathead minnows. Yeah, well, this, that's what you use this time of the year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. There's a preference for meat mm-hmm. uh, for these fish. That's what they're looking for. It's something that's swimming and it has got a really good mass to it. You know. So, mm-hmm. so when I use minnows, I'm using them in the three to four inch length. Same thing with the other baits too. Mm-hmm. Except the the fatheads are obviously are a little bit smaller. Right. They they can run. Magnum fatheads run two to three inches.
0: Mm-hmm. This is just an amazing fishery that I you know. Yes, there are a lot of people who don't know about it, but there's a lot of people who don't. But it's not a shore fishery. It's really a boat fishery up on Big Green, right?
4: It, it, yeah, it is for the smallmouth bass. Early in the year, that you'll find them along shorelines, mm-hmm. uh, but they generally reside deeper during the post-spawn through the summer months, and of course, in the fall, they go even deeper than that. But that doesn't mean that you can't catch fish from the shoreline on Big Green Lake, because one of the things that we don't talk a whole lot about on Big Green Lake, and because it gets all the attention for smallmouth bass, is that there's a really good largemouth bass fishery there, too. Mm. And those fish tend to stay shallow. They tend to, on sunny days, they tend to be re- right underneath the docks. And uh, so, yeah, so there's opportunities for shore anglers there also. of mm-hmm. fact, this last month, uh, Hattie Shorewood is the campground that's right in the town of Green Lake, and there's a beach there on Green Lake, and guys were doing really well from shore and from mm-hmm. boats catching bluegills, some of them which went up to 11 inches.
2: Ooh, that's such a
0: pretty fish.
4: Oh. Yes, it is. Oh, that's such a pretty fish.
0: And the, the, one of the things that I love about smallmouth bass fishing, and you know, when you set the hook on a, on a salmon, or you set the hook on a, ba- a largemouth bass and stuff, like, you set the hook on a smallmouth and then the smallmouth sets the hook in you. I mean, you but pop up that rod, and all of a sudden that rod
2: doubles over. <laughs>
4: that, that's why. That's why we love fishing smallmouth bass. They uh, they they uh, they commence to the fight, and mm-hmm. the interesting thing about them is that they don't quit fighting no. uh, until you've got them in the net. And even at that, trying to get them out of the net can be a problem because mm-hmm. they don't even want you to touch them. They're bouncing around all over the place. But that's what makes smallmouth bass fishing so exciting. Yeah, they are they are not quitters at all. They're they're fighters, and and uh, uh, I just love doing it on spinning tackle with the medium lights and stuff like that. Yeah. That actually becomes an advantage because uh, they make power runs. You know, you'll sit there and you think, okay, I've got this fish under control, and you reach over with the net, and that fish will decide to take off, and it's fast and it's furious. So. Mm-hmm. Uh that's where a lot of guys make a mistake and they, they have fish break off at that point. So yeah. so medium light rods can be very good. Uh you're fishing in open water, you don't have to worry about getting into weeds and uh and, and it gives you a little extra cushion when mm-hmm. you're fighting these beasts. Oh God, yes.
0: Hey, if somebody wants to get a hold of you to set up a, a guide service next year uh, i don't know i know your schedule fills up very quickly for this year but even you know to look maybe next year or who knows what about it. if we keep open water all winter i know you're going to fish all winter how do they get a hold of you
4: yeah you can reach me i still have a chicago area code on my mobile phone it's 630 842 8199 that's 630 842 8199 also, you can uh, you can text me or email me through my website, uh, which is www dot com attitude!
0: Or, or I should say, it's the Joe Pesch joe pesci fish hey you want a piece of this you want a piece of me (laughs) you think i'm funny (laughs) yeah you think i'm funny you want a piece of this (laughs) that is really cool that is so cool well thanks so much mike for coming on the show this morning and i just want to wish you and everyone a most merry christmas and keep up the good work of educating all those anglers on how to catch smallies okay
4: yeah thank you and we'll be down in the illinois area by the way uh uh, the first show of the season is the, that Northern Illinois Sports Show. Mm-hmm. I'll actually be doing seminars there and I'll have a booth there. Mm-hmm. So if your listeners wanna stop in and talk smallmouth or book a trip, it's a good time to do it. That's in Grays Lake, January thirteenth through the sixteenth of two thousand twenty two. And it's at the Grays Lake, uh or the Lake County Fairgrounds in Grays Lake, Illinois.
0: Lake County Fairgrounds. Well we'll see you there, my friend, okay?
4: Yeah, great, buddy. Thank you, and you have a Merry
0: Christmas. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey,
1: we know the outdoors. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course.
0: Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London low boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Lowe for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match, go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic Southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation 2577 314 580 2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back but with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590 and tell them Chauncey sent you. 2037 That's 847838 2037 And get ready to yell, fish on! Chauncey here. The 2022 Muskie Expo is coming to Northern Illinois January 7th, 8th, and 9th. Our new location is the King County Fairgrounds in St. Charles. It's a great venue, great vendors, great fun, and of course, I'll see you there! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, diamondghostcharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Wren Lake Area Tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbait, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. That's Bizbait.com. Don't forget, for that true Canadian experience, go to VisitSunsetCountry.com. That's Visit sunsetcountry.com This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills 708-798-9700 Now
1: take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade. Whether it's hot, whether it's cool. Oh, what a spot for whistling like a fool. What a fine day to take a stroll and one vision hole i can think of a better
0: way to pass- hey everybody welcome back to chauncey's great outdoors and uh, don't forget what i said at the beginning of the show if you've got that uh, special outdoors person that you're trying to figure out a special special gift for give a gift certificate to diamond ghost go on the website give captain tony a call and uh get more information about it and you too can uh you know, be out fishing with Captain Tony, and if your friend has a boat or you have a boat or your special someone has a boat and you can't figure out what to get them, get them a gift certificate from Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Give them a call and get more information about that. That's really kind of a cool thing. Okay, let's get into the Aiden Fishing Report. Papa. We played hockey this week, and I was the star player and got the Puck of the Game Award. Isn't that cool? I thought you'd be excited about that. I sent you a photo of me holding the puck with, this, with the name on it. I was excited, too. But not very much fishing's been going on because of the holidays. I think everybody's staying home doing things. Uh, Uncle Tom said he was went back to St. Clair, and they said he started catching smallmouth bass again, but the walleyes that he tried to catch were couldn't find one. He says it was really bad. He didn't catch any, but some of his friends said the perch were moving back into the bays from St. Clair Shores to Selfridge Access. I don't know where those two are, but one day he's going to show me on a map. Robert, one of my friends, said on the Kalamazoo River, they were catching some pike on the by the Calhoun County line in the Kalamazoo River. They were using big bobbers and big minnows and had a lot of fun doing that. Dad and I took a little ride down to the Grand Rapids Dam, uh, which is the 6th Street Dam, and we were seeing anglers... Using beads and drifting in the holds below the dam, spawn or trolling plugs, and having some success, getting some steelhead. That looked like a lot of fun, but there weren't many people out. I guess it must be, as they say, the season of Christmas is keeping everybody doing things at home. But we're going to go out fishing and stuff next week, so you'll get a report, maybe for your Christmas show. And don't forget, make sure you tell your friend Santa how good I've been to you all year Love, your grandson, Aiden. (laughs) And our Aiden Fishing Report is brought to you by Waterworks Marina, 18660 South Cicero Avenue, in-country club hills. Can never go wrong with the Aiden Fishing Report because I never know what he's going to say. Okay, let's talk about uh, some other areas of fishing. All the perch that you're hearing about, it's pretty much a south side fishery right now. We're saying 87th, 89th, 95th Street, the Calumet River. If you've got a boat, you can work the Calumet River from the mouth of the river up into, you know, Crowley's Boatyard area. It's a big turning basin. Or you some people have gone up as far as the uh, Ford plant to catch some fish. So that's a good sign there, too. We're seeing some action uh, also going on in northwest Indiana. That's right, we're getting some steelhead in the Indiana streams, but the fish and the anglers are both scattered right now. That's not a lot of pressure going on out there. Uh, Wren Lake, where they're getting some crappie in 10 to 14 feet of water around the bridges along the 154, as well as Gun Creek and Waltonville. Those are two impoundment areas with one eighth to three sixteenth ounce jigs. Pink and white cubby mini mites are a really good one to go with. Chain of Lakes water is pretty low and I mean low, uh, <laughs> they, they did the drawdown, but it's pretty, uh, you got to watch what you're driving and you're going to bang into a few things. Remember that. Okay. And then our friends up in Hayward, Wisconsin are getting a lot of fish, uh, they've got decent ice up in Hayward, but always check it before you go out. Uh, They're cruising the weed lines in 5 to 15 feet for walleye right now. Uh, Fish are going to start moving deeper once the ice cover and snow cover starts killing off the shallow weeds. You need to find the green weeds. They're producing oxygen and that's where you're going to find more fish. Pike are shallow right now chasing bait fish. It's always fun to put on a tip up and go chase them. (laughs) I like pike fish. That's a good time. Uh, Large suckers and shiners on those tip-ups are going to work real well for a lot of people. Out of Lake Mendota, uh, it's better to fish at night, and we're talking from 9 to 11 p.m. One of my buddies said he was out from 5 p.m., and he didn't catch nothing until 9, so why go out that early? Water temperature is about 36 degrees right now. Larger pike are popping lines, but you got to be careful on them because they got those teeth. so go with some kind of a wire leader that's going to be very important. Benton Harbor, there's a little bit more steelhead uh, up the St. Joe River. So we're seeing more boaters from shore and in boats fishing the St. Joe River holds. And that action is always going to be a lot of fun to work with. Don't pass that up. Hey, you know, with Christmas coming on, I mentioned it last week. Uh, if, you know, you got a couple of kids in the neighborhood and stuff like that. And you want to be a secret Santa? Buy him a, a fishing rod, rod and reel combination. But don't buy him, like, a you know, the what do you call it the character ones you know the spider-man snoopy buy them like a a zepco 33 or something that's a little bit more substantial they'll have a great time and your your family will pick up a new fisherman friend and who knows you may start a whole trend in the neighborhood i love it well you know it's coming to the end of the show and once again we hear the flute kicking in and when we hear the flute kicking in we know it's time to end the program And this week I'd like to leave the program with a Native American proverb from my friend Apensui Majawat. Some days he hits it so well on the mark that I'm just so impressed by my friend Apensui. This week's Native Native American proverb says, on Christmas we celebrate the birth of a child in a manger. Remember that he was born first to the animals. Then the guests came. This Christmas, remember all the creatures of the world because they were the first to see and honor the love of a child born in a manger. How very true. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we're catching. We really are borrowing it all from our children's children's children. We'll see you next week on Christmas right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Take care, everyone.